This is episode 32 of the Home and Family Culture Podcast. I'm Jody Chafee. In this episode, I interviewed Lindsay Goulet of Hot Mama Health and Fitness. Welcome to the Home and Family Culture Podcast, where I discuss how families can discover and design their collective vision, values, beliefs, and traditions that influence their family culture. In this podcast, I interview experts who offer tips and tools to inspire families in this process of developing their family culture, and also successful individuals whose success was influenced by their family culture growing up. Be sure to check out the show notes for this and every episode at homeandfamilyculture.com, where you can subscribe for my weekly newsletter filled with updates on the podcast and blog, as well as other tidbits of information I like to add. You can listen to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, or YouTube. Please subscribe to your favorite medium. You can also find me on social media at Family Culture Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest, and at underscore Family Culture on Twitter. Be sure to comment, follow, like, rate, and share. But enough about all that. Let's get to the episode. Thank you for listening. Dr. Lindsay Gallet, founder of Hot Mama Health and Fitness, a fitness franchise company dedicated to building community through family fitness. She uses her PhD in exercise physiology to motivate and inspire women to not only get active, eat well, and become healthy role models, but to also accept and love their bodies. Using the franchise system and finding incredible women to work with, Lindsay has been able to spread the word of family fitness from her home with her kids right beside her. Welcome, Lindsay. I'm so happy to have you on the, on the podcast. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Awesome. So tell us more about what inspired you to start Hot Mama Health and Fitness. My kids inspired me. <laughs> I, uh, I had a really great job before I started Hot Mama, and I traveled a lot, uh, and that was fine when it was just my husband and I, but when I became a mom, life pivots. So um, I, I had this job, and I was given an option to, to keep the job. It had been moved to Ottawa or choose to leave the organization. I kind of feel like I was on mat leave and then the whole time I was on my second mat leave, I kept thinking, I don't want to go back to this job and drop my kids off at daycare and go and do this and pick them up after nine hours. And I just, the whole thought was there my entire mat leave. And I thought, I have a PhD. What am I doing? And I'm a real firm believer of the universe kind of directing you. Mm-hmm. So I was brought into this meeting with a a month left of my mat leave and told that my job was safe, but in Ottawa. So if I wanted to keep it, I needed to move across the country. And um, that wasn't an option. So I was like, all right, universe, let's uh, let's do this. So I left the organization and I, I love fitness. I love the energy of group exercise. I love inspiring women. I just love everything about it. So it's kind of in a dark place because you don't know really what you're going to do. And I just thought, I'm just going to run a couple classes, some fitness classes. Fitness has been a part of my life since I can remember. And so I just thought, I'm going to do what lights me up for like two hours a week and just hope to God I'll just have joy for those two hours and I'll figure something else on the side. And so I called them Hot Mama Classes. And I just thought, you know, there was nowhere that you could go to work out that included 
uh, toddlers, mobile children, lots of baby stroller size stuff, but nowhere that you can bring your kid. And my kid was two and a half and I had a, a one-year-old. And so he was like, I am not sitting in a stroller. Forget it for an hour. So I just thought, let's just open it up. Bring all your kids. It's going to be mass chaos, but we'll figure it out. And we did. And so uh, that's how Hamama started. It was just a, a pure desire for me to find joy for a couple hours a week. And then it just exploded. And after a year, I thought, holy smokes, we have a really cool, supportive, non-judgmental, wicked group of women. And I bet there's women all over this world that need something that's safe and safe place to go to find like-minded women. And so I Googled how to franchise because I had no idea. And the rest is history. Now we have 30 franchises across Canada and one in the UK. And yeah, we're bopping along. That is awesome. There's so much I love about that story. <laughs> first, it <laughs> resonates you. with me that in when, when I was, when on my first maternity leave, I was like, I do not want to go back to work. I totally get that. And uh, yeah, I just love so much about that, that resource that you're providing for moms. Cause it's true. We want, you know, I, I think I read it on your website and you were like, everything was, you put your kids into a little daycare session and then they never see you working out. And so yeah be your example and they don't get to interact with you I mean some moms are like yeah that's the idea (laughs) (laughs) like this is my time away from my children yeah yeah but but there are there are amazing benefits to being having your kids right there with you and that's definitely what we're going to be talking about in this episode is why that's so important and then you talked about that exercise has been a part of your life for as long as you can remember tell us more about that and what you're doing (laughs) up So my mom was an aerobics instructor, like a full-on 80s aerobics instructor. And those are honestly my very first memories of my entire life. So if I go back and I try and find like where my life began, it began with my mom in aerobics gear. And so my, I had many jobs as her little helper, but one, the first job I had was to pick out her leotard. So I was got to pick out her leotard and her tights and I got to pick out the leg warmers and she always wore what I gave her. And I'm sure it was not well matched, but she just let me do whatever. And so that was my job. And then she would take me to class um, because I was glued to my mother's hip. And I would sit on this big green bench. And I just remember it being like a fuzzy bench. And I would just watch these women. And my mom would instruct. And these women would dance around. And they were smiling and super happy. And then... Um, and then my second job was to turn the lights off at cool down because I was very important. So I would creep over and turn the lights off so they could have their moment. And then, um, they would work out and my mom, not every class, but many classes, it was in a rec center and there was the big room where they did the aerobics and then down the hall was a bar (laughs) and they would go and have a beer. And so I always equated like you go and you do fitness and then you go and you are social with your friends. And so that is always how I thought of fitness. I thought of fitness is you go, you work hard, you sweat, you have fun, and then you go and talk and chat and laugh and have fun. And so that's, for me, that's, that's my first memories and that's how fitness. So my whole life has been going to fitness classes and we're really active as kids. I think my kid, my family, my parents kept us very active because it keeps us out of trouble. So, you know, we were in swimming and we were in rugby and we were in all these sports as we grew up. And I think 
it's just been a part of who I am. So it, to, to not have fitness in my life would be very, very weird for me. Yeah. It's a habit. It's just something that's ingrained in who I am. And it is for my kids now too, because that's, they don't know any different. Yeah. That's exactly what the, your family culture and your habits, your identity was about that. And I think that that's so, that's amazing. That's great that you're, you know, that was part of your mom's mission, personal mission probably. And that it translated to a family mission in a way to, to involve you all and get you all active. And, and yeah. so that's amazing. You know, that's, Thank you. you know, it's, it's an, it, it takes a lot. Um, you know, now that I have my own family, it's like, you realize how much effort that takes to, to not only make it a part of your family, but even just as moms to make it a part of your priority enough that it also translates into what your family priority. And so, because I think sometimes we get caught up in, this almost martyrdom attitude of, you know, I've got to give up my dreams and my goals so that I can take, it's like, but then what are you modeling for them? If you've, if you're giving up your goals and your, your passions and things, yeah. What are you bringing to the table anymore? You've got to have your own, you know, lifestyle. Mm -hmm. You got to be lit up. Fills your cup. And so that you have something to, to give back. So absolutely. (laughs) I love that. So that was, that's basically how your, your mom's example influenced you to start Hot Mama Fitness because she brought you along. She was my role model. She, I looked up to her. I wanted to be like her. I wanted to be fit like her. Um, it was never about what my body looked like. Yeah. Um, it was just always about going out and having fun with my friends and that's, and, and watching my mom do the same. So I think when I think about like how my mom role modeled for me, I'm doing the exact same role modeling for my daughter and my son. And you know, that's the cycle just continues. So that's amazing. So if I can be my daughter's hero for these first few years of her life, then fabulous. Cause she'll come back and, you know, I know she's not going to like me when she's 15, but <laughs> when she's 21, she'll hopefully look back and she be like, yeah, mom, yeah, you did a really, you did a great job, mom. I want to touch more about this idea of, of physical activity being self-care and your capacity as a parent, what have you noticed about your ability to exercise and, and stay active and how that feeds your soul in order to turn around? What, what is your perspective more about that? I think it's just I, people look at fitness and exercising as something that they have to do. And that drives me crazy because it is something that you are blessed to be able to do. Like our bodies are incredible. And for us to poison it with crappy food and to be sedentary and to add layers of fat and to do all the things that we do, it just, it boggles my mind that people aren't wrapping their head around the fact that your body is this gift. And so you've got to take care of it. Just like you're going to take care of your baby girl or your daughter or your son or any of the dogs or the fish or whatever. You're the one that's living in this vessel that's going to take you through and be able to take care of the dog and the fish and the daughter and the son. So I just think we have to stop thinking of it as like something else that you have to fit in. It is something else that is a priority. And if you find something you love, then, and it might take a while, you may not like going to a boot camp class. You may not like going to the gym. You may not like doing a whole bunch of stuff, but you got to find out what you do love and get active. It can just, it doesn't even have to be much. Like you can just go for hikes. You can go for a swim. You can do anything. So, I mean, it's not, I don't look at fitness as self-care. I look at fitness as just something that I do because it's a habit and that I want to respect my body and 
you know, it's just taking care of yourself. Like you brush your teeth. That's not self-care, but you certainly do it every day. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So I just, yes. I think we have to change the way we look at fitness. It's not something that we're adding to your plate and it's going to top your scale over and you're going to lose your mind. It's going to relieve a lot of stress and then you're going to feel better. And if you need to look at it as self-care, okay, but self-care can be other things. It's way more glamorous than sweating on a treadmill. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that I, that it really it should be, you know, we want it to be just a part of our life and not just another chore to check off the list. And because what I've been thinking about this idea is that it's like when you focus on it as something that's like, oh, I, well, I exercise because I want to lose weight and I want to like who I, whatever. Well, then it becomes about this weight loss that you beat yourself up about every day. And I think that that's one of those things that becomes a deterrent for exercise because then you're, you're not, you're not seeing the changes that you mm-hmm. expect to happen. And so, and so then it just beca- then it becomes a chore. But I think yeah. that when you let go of that expectation and I mean, weight loss is challenging for different reasons for different people. I yeah. mean, it's, you know, I, it's not just about overeating. It's, you know, it's not just about whether you exercise enough. There's, uh, there are other aspects like mm-hmm. emotional eating or mm-hmm. special diets if you have health issues and things like that. And sometimes people have health issues that they don't know about that. It's mm-hmm. like, seek professional help, you know, totally. don't just, uh, you know, Oh, I, my body just disagrees with me anyways. Yeah. But I just, I like this concept that I've been thinking about lately that it's like, let go of that expectation and just learn how to enjoy the process. Mm-hmm. Enjoy that this is, this is a habit that you can develop just for the sake of developing the habit (laughs) and and, and taking care of who you are. Yeah. I think it's like, um, well, I was, I obviously work with thousands of women. And so it's so interesting to me, they, their, their focus on weight is so ingrained. I mean, it was for my mom too, my, and you know, and I break, I'm breaking that cycle for my daughter, but you know, they get so focused on weight. And so uh, all our programs with a hot mama, it's not about weight. It's, um, how much energy you have, how much energy you have at the end of the day. How are you sleeping? How are you feeling? What is like, how are you feeling in your skin? Because so many times we'll go through a program with them and we'll talk and I'll be like, all right, how are you feeling? And they'll be like, I'm just, I feel so much better and my skin is better and I have more energy and I'm sleeping. It's so amazing. And then I'll know the instant they step on a scale because they'll come back the next week and they will be absolutely deflated. And mm-hmm. I will say, you stepped on a scale and they, they'll say, yeah. And how deflating when, what's the point where 10 seconds before you stepped on that stupid scale, you were feeling amazing and energized and best you felt in years. And then all of a sudden, this little thing gives the power to take it away. It boggles my mind. And that is the fitness industry, though. That is the industry that I'm battling against. And I just, you know, I just, I wish women could use and look at fitness as this way to love yourself and to have more energy and to um, be kind to themselves and to show gratitude for their body. There's so much power that we can have in ourselves if we just get off that stupid scale and stop trying to be that person that the media is telling us that we need to be. It's just ridiculous to me. So I will battle. Yeah. Well, the media is so, that's everywhere. It's so 
oh, it just pounds into our brains. And, and something that I've been thinking a lot about lately is too, is about that is what judgments are we creating about appearance? You know, that we're being told that it's about, um, that our bodies are ornaments, that our bodies are decoration, that our bodies are all about aesthetics and things. When there's so many other aspects, like you said, your skin clears up, you feel energy, you get better sleep. There's so many other reasons and ways we can appreciate our bodies besides all the other skills and talents and interests and the capacity that we have, you know, that what judgments are we Mm -hmm. creating or, or limiting beliefs that we have about our bodies and about our appearance that is creating just unhappiness in our lives. You know, that's so discouraging whenever, you know, it's like I, whenever I exercise, I feel so much better. I feel so much better about myself. Even if nothing has changed about my weight or anything, I feel so much better about myself. You just have more confidence and it feels so good to just exercise. And, and I think what's so important about that is that it really translates to our kids when they see us being happy and so important. And, and I mean, and it yeah. also translates to them that we are so unhappy when we get on the scale and, yes, they, and then they go, Oh, that must be important. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah. no, <laughs> it's, it's not, true. It's it's not, not Im- as important. You need to be active for the sake of your energy and your happiness and the habits that you can create. Those habits are really what's important to mm-hmm. consistent. It's about yeah. that consistency. Yeah. And like your, your own, you know, uh, physical and mental health as well. Yeah. Like that's why we exercise, you know, there's, there's tons of reasons in it, but one of the reasons shouldn't be to lose weight. And one of the reasons shouldn't be to look like the magazine. There's yeah. 800 other reasons that you can, you know, be physically active and focus on those, not on the other ones. Yeah. Like don't mm-hmm. get don't get hauled up just because of I mean you just let it go <laughs> yeah, totally yeah. you know that's so I've been referring to this a lot in in my like social media posts or blog posts and it's um, this quote by Henry David Thoreau that was happiness is like a butterfly when you chase it it will elude you but when you get distracted with other things it will come and sit softly on your shoulder and and so I think that health and fitness is that way that if you if you're just doing the things that keep you going and you really, the, the happiness comes. And if, and if health, you know, weight loss or health is what you want, then that may come too. You mm-hmm. just have to focus on, or, or like not focus on, so like focused on the expectation of yeah. the weight loss or whatever. Just Yeah, I think you just like find a reason to you know, find if your reason to get active is just, you know, for more energy, just focus on that. And then, I mean, there's all the positive things that happen when you're physically active, the endorphin release and the hormonal changes and all that stuff that like physiologically will make you feel better. So if you're, you know, chasing happiness, then just go and sweat and it will seriously come to you. You will feel, you will not get off a workout and be like in a worse mood than when you were, when you started. It's not unless somebody really makes you mad at the gym and that's another story, (laughs) but it's very rare that you finish a workout and you're like, well, that was a complete waste of time. Right. Nobody thinks that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So how do you see your habits and beliefs about health and fitness influencing your children? 
Oh, gosh. Well, <laughs> my son suffers from some pretty severe anxiety. Um, so he was diagnosed in grade two with an anxiety disorder. Mm-hmm. And we've dealt with that. And we, uh, he has panic attacks and all like full on heartbreaking panic attacks. But he has seen me be active since day one. And he has seen me say to him, I'm having a bad day. I'm just going to go out to the to the garage and get on the treadmill. And so that is conversations that happen in our house. And so when he was, and so he's been a nervous little boy since the day he was born, like colic and he was, didn't like getting his hands dirty. And like, so he's always been this very nervous, nervous kid. And so when he was three, he said to, I was working and he came up to me and he was like, mommy, I am stressed out. And he was having a bad day. So it was just funny to hear a kid say they're stressed out. I don't know if he knew what he was talking about. He was having a bad day. And he's like, I better get on the treadmill. And so we went out to the gym and I, he walked his little legs on the treadmill and he was like, oh, I feel so much better. Like, so that's the conversations we have. And now with his anxiety and his worry and all that he has, he knows that if he feels that coming on, to move his body and get active is the best thing for him. So he'll grab his hockey stick and he'll go to the mats or he'll say, mommy, can we go for a run around the block? And it's the tiniest run. It's like a four minute run, but it helps him get out of that. So that helps. Um, So for him, it's, you know, physical activity is part of his life and it helps him battle his mental illness, which is wicked. And I'm so proud that he does that. Now my daughter, she is, seven going on 21 and she's crazy she is a gong show and she creates workouts she has to be in the fitness videos she's created her own exercises she loves being active she makes her friends do boot camps when she comes over like that's their play their play is physical activity their play is creating new boot camps. So that is their life. And it boggles their mind that when they go to somebody else's house, they don't know how to play in a physical way. They know how to play video games or they know how to sit quietly in color. But for them to introduce, you know, really active play for their friends is, is they're like, so strange, mom. And I'm like, well, a lot of people, it's not their lives. And and it's so foreign to them. So they're just, it blows their mind every time. And I love that. I'm like, all right, you guys keep doing that. So, you know, our conversations are always about how are we going to move our body today? And I think we've sat a lot, like long enough. You guys need to get active and get moving. And, and sometimes when they're glum, they'll just say like, let's go for a hike. And so they use fitness as a way to, you know, self-medicate, to be honest, they make themselves feel better. And how awesome is that? So those are our conversations. So being a fit family and a fit mom is the best thing I could have ever done for them. I love that so much. So my kids and I, we like to listen to this program called Bright Music. It's called the Safety Kids Class. Have you ever heard of that? No. There's this one. So there's three segments and one of them is about substance abuse and just talking about with your kids and this with songs and stuff. And yeah. this one, the song that goes, go for a natural high, 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 high. And it's really cute because, it's, <laughs> about, you know, go for a run, go shoot a basketball, you know, do sing, sing or dance, you know, do for different things. And I love that, that, you know, you really can use your physical activity to feel better when you feel gloomy and stuff. I really, I love yeah. that. Yeah, it's insane. Like they'll, you know, kids have hard days and they get in grumpy moods and they get, and who I get in grumpy moods. So who am I to say you can't feel like that? And so, 
if they come home and they've had a hard friend day or things didn't go quite right, you know, my kids are only seven and nine. So we're just getting into the kind of difficult social time. And, you know, the fact that they come home and they say, I had a bad day. And I'll say, well, do you want to just go for a walk? That's going to make us feel better. And they're like, yeah, for sure. That's absolutely what we need to do. So it's not going up into their room and sitting by themselves and like lamenting about how hard childhood is. It's getting out. And and to be honest, after a 20 minute walk with them, they forgot about what the heck was bugging them and they feel so much better. And, and we talk and it's a great way to just be with your kids and really learn about what their days were. They, they got that look on their face and they can either shut you out or you can pull them out through physical activity and they're going to start talking. It's very rare that your child is going to walk next to you and not start talking. I love that. That has a dual purpose because they get the activity and they get the connection, one-on-one connection with you. Because you can't sit here and look at your device while you're walking and you can't, you yeah. know, whatever. You, you yeah. get, they get that undivided attention. Yeah, and, and nor that. would you want to. That's awesome. I love, I love being with them, so... Yeah, that's awesome. And I think it's so interesting, too, that when you talked about they would go to friends' houses and the kids don't know how to do the physical play. And, you know, sometimes I think we think, well, play is so natural to kids. That's what they do. But more and more, it's not because yeah. they don't get to, you know, there's there's this fear of sending our kids outside anymore. Or, you know, they and, and there's a culture among kids in general that if you don't know about the latest video game or something... Mm-hmm. Then, yeah. then who are you? You know what you're missing out and things. And so, you know, you really do have to be deliberate about encouraging this kind of activity and play and saying and setting boundaries on on screen time and, and mm-hmm. devices and things like that. Because and, and at first it's kind of painful. Because it really they're, is. They're yeah. gonna pick and scream and they're gonna go, No, I don't want to turn it off. But once they turn yeah. it off, in fact, just today. So I'm preparing to go on a trip. And so I'm like, okay, you guys can watch whatever you want right now because I'm trying to clean up. And then, but then it was like, it's so beautiful outside today. And so I came downstairs. I'm like, I'm like, okay, kids, let's turn it off. Let's all go outside. And my son screamed, no, I want to keep watching. And then they, and I was like, no, you're going to go outside. It's so nice outside. I don't care what you do. Just let's go outside. And after about a half an hour or 45 minutes of that, I said, okay, I need to come in because I have an interview. So I need you guys to come in. And my son. No! no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. It was like, okay. That's <laughs> so good. It seems at first like it was such a chore to say turn off the TV. But yeah. then it was so, it paid off. You know, it was yeah. so beneficial. And, and so it is, it's so important to be deliberate. Yeah. And we have, I mean, at our house, we have, they can't go on electronics till a certain time. Mm -hmm. So they'll come home from school. And typically from what I know from other kids is they'll come home from school and they'll get like right on their electronics. Well, for us, they come home from school. They're not allowed on their electronics until 5 p.m. And that's while I'm getting dinner ready. And so they know if their friends are coming over. And sometimes I feel bad because their their friends will come over and they'll want to, I know they just want to play video games. And I'm like, no, our rule at our house is that that's not what you do and so they've lost a few playdates because we are like the non-electronic house and so sometimes I feel bad because I'm like oh gosh am I wrecking their socials and then I think uh no I'm doing right I'm fine (laughs) it's okay well they'll and they'll the friends that are valuable friends 
that will yeah. be attracted to them, you know, yeah. really, really valuable friends because they'll know, oh, we can go over there and, and have fun, not just stare yeah. at the screen together. <laughs> yeah. Like let's actually, one. let's actually play together, yeah. communicate with one another and holy smokes, what a, let's talk. What an idea. Let's get board games and cards and <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and do stuff if they, you know, as they get older that you don't have to just, uh, sit around the, the TV and the computer. That's yeah. a real too. So that's, I love it. Great. So what else do you do to encourage a healthy body image for your kids? Oh, for my kids. So I don't talk about my body, <laughs> to be honest. That's uh, really what it is. I don't ever, uh, we don't use the word fat in our house. Um, we, to describe anybody, uh, but we don't talk about our body. I don't ever stand in front of a mirror and suck in. I mean, yeah, I do if she's not around because, uh, I am female and it's obviously ingrained in me a little bit, but around her, I try clothes on. And if I say anything and I notice that she's watching me, I'll be like, gosh, I look strong today or holy smokes, this is, I feel really great today. Even if I don't, even if I just feel super bloated and it's like, PMSE, I'll be like, whoa, I am so healthy. And so that's the conversation. And so it's incredible because she does the same. She'll look in the mirror and she'll be like, oh, I'm so strong today. I'm like, yeah, you are. And we do have a scale in our house. And um, because I just can't seem to get rid of it. So I don't go on it very often, but it is a toy for the kids. Mm-hmm. And uh, the best thing is, is that she'll get, and I talk about my daughter a lot because kind of typically it's more a female thing that has the body image issues Mm -hmm. granted a lot of men do too but Mm -hmm. so she'll get on the scale and she'll look at the numbers and we have always said when she gets on a scale we'll look at the numbers and I'll be like you are growing you are so healthy that's amazing and so when she sees the numbers go up she's like yes this is great. (laughs) I'm so strong and healthy. And I'm like, you are so strong and healthy. And for them, it's a toy and it's, um, and that, but it's never anything, uh, where I'm begrudging my body or I never, ever put my body down in front of her. Um, you know, so that's, I think the point is it's not a lot of conversations about our body. It's all right, let's get on with our day. And this is what we look like today. So off we go. And so yeah. I think that's the, that's the key. Cause if we're constantly like, Oh, I look so slim in this, or I look so whatever in this, yeah. well, it still, you're it still, still looking. It becomes about the appearance. Yeah, so the about what you're looking at. Yeah. 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 So that's how, I mean, and it's, she's constantly about, I have so much energy today. I just feel so amazing today. I'm just going to drop and do some pushups here. Like it's very, she's very random and she's, but it's who she is. That's all her life is. I love that. I love that. That's a a tough one because I mean, I do the same. I don't, I mean, I kind of struggle with my weight just because I'm trying to, I still lose some baby weight, even though my baby's almost three, but (laughs) you know, Hang on. I didn't lose it between the two. They're 18 months apart. And anyways, um, and you know, I just, my daughter now that's eight, like I just had the baby and, and she, we were cuddling in bed and she saw my tummy and she goes, mom, your belly kind of looks like dough. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, it kind of does, huh? You know, I didn't say whether that was bad or good. I was just kind of like, yeah, well, I just had a baby. And so it takes a little while to, to go back. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, and it still hasn't, but yeah, you know, whatever. it's just like, 
that's just my body. And I, and, and the, the point of exercise is just, you know, I don't want to be like, well, I just, I want to change this. I just say, you know, I, I want to be healthy. And, yeah. and that those, those little jiggly things about my body, I'm just like, you know what? That's okay. It's just part of my body. And we all jiggle. We do as people. Yeah. Yeah. We all jiggle. We all wiggle. We all move. We're supposed to. Who cares? <laughs> I just that that experience, I will never forget it though. I was just like I bet. Oh dear. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. You are you are very observant. You are correct. <laughs> That's just the way it is. Absolutely. Yeah, you just had a baby for goodness sake. We're always so hard on ourselves, right? And, like, yeah. I mean, it's such a, you gotta re, like, I just look at it and go, you know what, what a powerful ability to have a baby, like to create a person yeah. inside my body. And it's just, that's amazing. And that's what I wanted my daughter to understand too, is that it's like, this is a beautiful process. And yeah. if, you know, I got to sacrifice a little bit on the yeah. body side, but but yeah, you think like you just grew a baby. That's the, that's what I that boggles my mind is that you just had a miracle. Like grow in your body, your body just did that. Now you're gonna birth this baby, and then you're gonna get pissed off and angry at your body because yeah. it didn't bounce back and it's a little stress. You're gonna get mad at your body that just built this baby. Like it yeah. boggles my mind yeah. that that's the thought process. Yeah. It's yeah. Our bodies are so strong and powerful. And that's the message that I want my my kids to know is that look at what your body can do. Look what you can you can climb and run and you can jump and play and and you can color and you can make music and you can dance and, and there's yeah. so many beautiful, wonderful things that our bodies can do. And to focus on just the aspects, the aesthetic aspect is it's it's, you know, it's, you're limiting, you are, you are selling yourself short. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Our bodies are incredible. I mean, people should just take a moment and appreciate everything. I mean, we're sitting here and while we're sitting here, you're breathing, your heart is beating, your blood pressure is stable, your brain is firing. Like it's such an incredible thing your body does for you all day, 24 seven. And we're going to talk smack about it and put it down. No, we're not. No, 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 no. Stop not it. it. So I really appreciate what you have been, these, these lines and phrases that you say to your kids. I love it. Like, that's so awesome. Let me, let's conclude a little by telling us what are your favorite books that you recommend to parents, first of all? Sure. So my, I don't read a lot of fitness books. So if you're looking for fitness recommendations, it's not this uh, because fitness books drive me batty. Um, but there are a few, so I'm an entrepreneur, obviously with hot mama. So, um, there are a few that I really, really love. Um, the first is this book called deep work and it's by Cal Newport. I don't know if you know that I'll show it to you. Um, it's called deep work and it's about turning off your electronics and having like two hours of dedicated time to just working on your business or maybe planning your family life or whatever, but turning all electronics off. There's no notifications. There's no texting. There's no messaging. It's like two hours of what they call deep work. And it's incredible. And it can change the way that your house is run. You can change the way that you run your business. Um, so that is the first one that I'd recommend. 
Love it. Um, and then this one, um, it's called You Are a Badass. Um, and I think it is wonderful. And it's how to stop doubting your greatness and start living an awesome life. Mm-hmm. So it's really just about, you know, channeling your badassery and, uh, and really figuring out um, what can make you golden and, and yeah. incredible. So that is the other one. And then the last one that I like um, – it's called three feet from gold. Um, and it is about not giving up. So it is about keeping going and driving and digging and pushing. And that so many times you quit just before you're about to strike gold. And if you would have just pushed and driven and dug just a little bit more, um, then you would have got where you want to. So the whole thing is to just keep going and and follow Napoleon Hill. Um, it is from Think and Grow Rich. Um, so it's from the Napoleon Hill Foundation and it's with, um, Greg Reed and Sharon. I don't know if it's Lecter is how you say her last name. L-E-C-H-T-E-R are the authors of that one. I love those recommendations because they, I think they do totally apply to your goals, whether they be family or health or fitness or, or whatever your business whatever it is. So I love those recommendations. Thank you. Awesome. You're welcome. So tell us, Lindsay, where we can find you. Tell us more about this, just, you know, what this podcast that you, that you have. Sure. sure. So you can find me um, in many places. So you can find more about Hot Mama at hotmamafit.com. You can find me. I have my own personal blog at lindsayg.ca. So you can find the podcast um, called Dig Deep with Dr. Lindsay G. Um, and those are workouts. And um, I literally, you plug me in, you hit play, and I tell you what exercises to do. There's music. And I talk you through and motivate you through an entire workout. So most of the workouts are under 30 minutes. So you just plug me in and I lead you through a whole workout. So that's Dig Deep with Dr. Lindsay G. That's my podcast. I love that. Thank that you. so awesome. It's pretty fun. Cool. <laughs> Well, yeah. I, I acknowledge everything is so awesome that you do, Lindsay. I, I really appreciate the things that you've said, the, the, the phrases that we can say to our kids and the attitudes and the mindset that we can work on to, to just be more happy. Yeah, good. <laughs> really. So yeah. Sue, one, one final tidbit that you would like to share for our listeners? I think it's just get out and get active. I, my challenge is for you to get active at least 60 minutes a day, seven days a week. So that's the challenge. And it doesn't have to be all at once. It can be cumulative. So that's what I would challenge you all with. And I just, I wish you would change the uh, framework of fitness for yourselves and look at it as energy and health and taking care of you instead of adding to your to your to-do list. Thank okay. you so much, Lindsay. You're welcome. Awesome. I really enjoyed talking to Lindsay about this. Exercise is so important. It really does brighten your day and shape your whole perspective and outlook about life. (laughs) It's something that I'm trying to work on and something that's so important. So I'm really grateful for Lindsay and her work and her advice and her insights on this episode. You can find the show notes for this episode at homeandfamilyculture.com and you can find the link to all the books that I recommend for each episode at homeandfamilyculture.com slash books and you can it'll take you to my book list, list there. <laughs> you can find me on Facebook at Family Culture Podcast and also at Instagram and Pinterest at Family Culture Podcast and on Twitter at underscore Family Culture 
please like and rate and share and listen on your favorite podcasting app. And share, please share, share, share. I really appreciate your support. Thank you so much for listening.